Welcome to the Spirit Led Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Johnson, and I appreciate you joining me tonight. Just a couple of reminders as before we get into what we're really going to talk about tonight. You may be watching this on YouTube or you may be watching this on uh, Facebook. Again, BGTV Studios on Facebook or BGTV Studios on YouTube. Uh, I, I want to ask you if you're watching it on Facebook, which the majority of people probably are, if at some point you can go over or after the podcast, go over to YouTube and subscribe. That will help out BGTV Studios. If you don't mind, drop us in a comment in the comment box telling us where you're watching from. And while I can't field questions on the fly, we got a room full of guys here tonight that can. Our producer, Nick Russell, over there on the computer, he can answer all your questions. I'm looking right behind the camera at the always handsome Brad Graydon, founder of BGTV Studios. And to my left, the legend, Apostle Dr. P. Ronald Wilder. So we got a house full of people, room full of people this morning. I'm excited to be here for it. Just want to give you a reminder of the current and soon upcoming lineup for BGTV Studios. On Sunday night, Brad Graydon hosts a podcast at 7 p.m. called United Voices. On Monday night, starting in February, Abby Smith will be hosting the Love Fashionably podcast also at 7 p.m. And starting in February at 7 p.m. on Tuesday night, Dr. P. Ronald Wilder will be hosting the Leadership Edge podcast. I'm looking forward to watching that and learning some things from the leadership guru. Of course, we're doing the Spirit-Led Life podcast now, 6.30 on Thursday nights. And at 7 o'clock on Thursday nights, immediately following the Spirit-Led Life podcast, Brad and Pastor Leslie Drake will be doing a podcast called Birmingham Avenue, where they're interviewing people in the body of Christ, really from all over the metro Birmingham area. I am excited about that. I want to remind you of how you can give to support what's going on, BGTV Studios. Churchcenter.com slash giving. That should be on your screen or will be at some point during the podcast tonight. BGTV Studios. Churchcenter.com slash giving. And just as a reminder, what you're giving does not, it's not going to those who are hosting the podcast. It's going for the studio, for the equipment, for the updating, the upgrading. And it's also going for our producer, our editor, our tech man, super guru, Nick Russell. And we appreciate Nick so very much. So tonight I want to talk to you about making an impact, making an impact. And there are a few statements that the Lord really put on my heart today when I was kind of reviewing what I was going to talk about and you know how God is. He's kind of shifted and changed really everything that I wanted to say. Maybe we'll include some of that. But when it comes to making an impact, something for us to remember, it does not take the spectacular to make an impact. I think sometimes we get hung up on, we got to do the big thing, man. We, we've got to reach a massive audience all at once, all the time, or we're not really making an impact. And, and the truth is, man, one-on-one -on -one is an impact. One-on-two uh, and three and, and small groups of people, whatever. Thank God for the opportunities to reach the masses. Thank God for the opportunities to, to have a bigger audience to speak to. We'll, we'll have a, a good audience here. I don't know what it really means, Brad and Nick, in real terms, but we had like 658 views. I, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know how many of you hung around and watched the whole thing, but you know, at least we had an opportunity to make some impact. But it doesn't have to be something huge. It doesn't have to be something spectacular to make an impact. I, I re, uh, heard a, a quote today from George Washington Carver. And the quote is this, when common people do common things in an uncommon way, they command the attention of the world. You want to make an impact as a common person? 
Just do the common things, but do them in an uncommon way. Do them with excellence. Do them with the way that the Lord would lead you to do them, and you'll be able to make an impact. I I read uh, Uncommon, uh, Coach Tony Dungy's book, several years ago, and he talked about when he first got to the University of Minnesota. It was somewhere, gosh, I want to say 67, 68, 69, somewhere around in there. And he said on the very first day, their coach, and I don't recall his name, But he said the coach talked to them about being uncommon. And he said this, if you will do daily what everyone can, but only a few will, that will make you uncommon. And so we've got a a Bible. We've got got the word in front of us showing us what a a Christ-like life looks like, the things that we're called to do, the the way that we're called to impact people, to minister to people, to serve people. And and, and all we really have to do is, is read it and do it. And as we're doing it, be led by the Holy Spirit. We'll be uncommon, and we'll have a tremendous impact. A couple of years ago, I heard my friend Rick Owsley. He was actually speaking to our church. We had a group at the time meeting in Moody and a group meeting in Clay, and he was speaking to the group in Clay, and and I don't even remember what his message was, but he said something to me and to us that has stuck with me for many, many years. It's in my top 10 of things that I remember, statements that I remember through the years. And Rick said this, he said, Bo, there's only two kinds of people, kingdom builders and empire builders. And when we think about everything we have, to, everything we do has to be huge. Everything we have to do has to be spectacular. Everything we do has to build or support our brand. I mean, we're, we're thinking in an empire mentality instead of a kingdom mentality because we can have the same impact in our everyday lives with our own families, with our own friends, with our own neighbors, our own coworkers, whatever our sphere of influence or our circle of influence is. So what does a kingdom mindset look like? Again, this is the spirit-led life podcast. I want us to understand how to get in the Word, how to spend time in prayer, how to cultivate a relationship with the Holy Spirit so that we are hearing from Him, that we are listening to Him, that we are responding based on what He is telling us to do, that our directions and our marching orders are coming from Him. What does a kingdom mindset look like, and how can we make a kingdom impact? I just wrote a few things down. I think they're simple things, and number one, and there's no particular order, it's just the way I wrote it down, we can defer Sometimes, man, just to, just to put our knees to the side to help someone else is a way that we demonstrate the kingdom and that we have a kingdom impact. Humility is part of the kingdom impact. Uh, I, I think it was the week between Christmas and New Year's, the Lord spoke to me and just gave me a word for this year. And I used to always have a word for the year. I don't know about you guys. And I kind of quit doing that years ago just because I think sometimes I was just trying to come up with something versus the Lord really giving me something. But but it was very clear. I heard from the Holy Spirit and said the word for this year is humility. And that that's really something that, that needs to be restored. We need a revival of humility in the body of Christ, not just amongst the leaders, but amongst everyone who is a part of the body so that everything we do, we do in a spirit of humility. So to defer, to be humble, and to serve. See, there are certain things that... that, that we think we can't minister until we get to a certain level, a certain degree of training, certain degree of education. we got to have so much money to do ministry. And the reality of it is, man, so much of what we can do as kingdom ambassadors don't cost us anything. It doesn't cost us anything to be humble. It doesn't cost us anything to serve. And we're also called to be builders, not, not those who tear down, but those who build up. And just being part of the foundation. I've shared this with Brad before. I've shared it with with some of you probably who are watching here tonight, but um, one of the things that the Lord spoke to me years ago that really stuck with me in my heart was 
this, he said, are, are you willing to be the foundation that I build upon? And if you know anything about building, whether it's a home or it's a building, whatever it is, the foundation's in the ground, man. You don't see the foundation, but it is the foundation that provides the strength for what it is you do see, the home, the building, whatever it is. You see that nice house, that nice building, that, that beautiful structure. You do not see the foundation, but the very most important part of that building is that foundation because the weight of everything else is stacked on that foundation. So impact, again, it can happen in a large group. It can happen with a big audience, or it can happen one person at a time. Just a few things that the Lord put on my heart today when it comes to making a kingdom impact. Kindness. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 says this, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dear love, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. We're talking about making an impact, and, and, and sometimes our mind gets on, uh, in order to make an impact, it's got to be the big, it's got to be the grand, it's got to be spectacular, but you can make a kingdom impact every single day in your actions and your words and in the way you live your life. Another thing is service. Jesus said this in Matthew 23, 11, the greatest among you will be your servant. Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 and 14 says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh, rather serve one another and do it humbly in love for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. So just by loving, just by serving, just by humbling ourselves, just by being kind, we can make a big impact. And again, we get back to that word, my word for the year, humility. One of my, my favorite passages of scripture in the entire Bible, one of my favorite, maybe my very favorite chapter in the Bible, in, in my favorite book, which is the book of Philippians, chapter two, the first 11 verses, it says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if you have any comfort from his love, any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. See, to make a, a kingdom impact, we do what we do from a place of love. We do what we do from a place of grace. We do what we do from a, a place of mercy. We do it from a place of humility. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Verse 4, not looking to your own interest but each of you to the interest of others. How different would the body of Christ, forget the world, forget culture, how different would those who claim to be Christ followers, those who are church members, church attenders, how different would we be if we took that mindset, if we looked out for the interest of others, not just ourselves, if we weren't self-serving, but we were kingdom serving, we were people serving, how much of a difference would would we see in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that's above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow 
in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. If Jesus walked in humility, does not stand the reason that, that we're called to walk in humility? He, he is our object lesson. He is our example. He is who we're striving to be like. James chapter 4, verse 10 says this, Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up. 1 Peter 5, 6 First uh, Peter 5, 5 and 6 says that God opposes the proud, but he shows favor or gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Now, if you're like me, you, you know there are folks who are kingdom people. They're walking in humility, and you know there are also folks who they're building their brand, baby. They're building their empire. They're getting all they can. And, 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 and so we have the, the opportunity to humble ourselves, and wait for God to lift us up. Wait for God to exalt us in due time or in due season. Or you can say it this way, in his time, which is perfect time. Or you can go out here, man, and you can work and you can do your thing to build your thing. But here's the reality. Whatever accolades you get here on earth, that's all you're getting. Whatever empire you build on earth, that's all you're going to celebrate. But when you are a kingdom person, when you are humbling yourself, waiting for God to exalt you in his season and in those times, we can know that when we stand in his presence, he's going to look at us and he's going to say those words that every one of us want to hear. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have done what I've called you to do. You've been who I've called you to be. Come on in and enjoy everything that I have prepared for you. I don't, Dr. Wilder, have any desire for anybody to build a statue of me here on this earth. I don't care if my name is on plaques. I, I don't care if my name's on the side of a building. I have no interest in any of those things. My heart is interested in hearing from God, well done, good and faithful servant. And so let's live our lives that way, man. Let's, let's do everything we do that way. We want to make an impact, then we have to have a, a kingdom mindset, not a, not a here and now mindset, not an earthly mindset, because everything that's happening in this realm, in this earth, in this culture, in this world system, it's all temporary. It's all subject to change. But everything in God's kingdom is eternal. It's never going to change just like God. So a few things just to keep in mind is, uh, as we move along in the podcast here, when it comes to making an impact, some things that I just want to encourage everybody, know God's word. Get in his word, study his word. We're spirit-led people. We know the Father is on the throne. We know the Son's at the right hand interceding on our behalf. The Holy Spirit is here, and he's alive in the heart of every single Christ follower, every believer, every disciple of Jesus Christ. Know God's word. Why? Because if it's in you, guess what? It's going to come out of you. If it's in you, it's going to come out of you. The psalm, psalmist in one, uh, Psalm 119, uh, verse 11 says this, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I've hidden your word in my heart. In other words, I, I've got your word in me so that I don't sin against you. I've got your word in me so that when pressure comes, that's what comes out. I've got your word in me that, that when others are in a, a place of need, and you make that connection happen, then what's going to come out of us is his word. And the Holy Spirit's going to quicken that word that we've learned that's in our heart and that's in our mind. He's going to bring it to our members so we'll know what to share, how to share, and how to minister, and how to make a bigger impact. If we want to make an impact, then, then live a holy life. Live the life that God has called us to live. Live a life of faithfulness. Live a life of obedience. Live out what his word says. Another thing when it comes to making an impact 
And this is important to the body of Christ. It's always been important. But my goodness, could it be any more important than it is in this right now time? And that's the ability to discern the times. You can read in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, and it talks about the men of Issachar who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. They understood, and so they were able to give good and valuable counsel. We have the Holy Spirit, every single believer. The Spirit of God is alive inside of you right here in your heart. And, and, and so it should not be that difficult for us to discern the times. John 16, 13, Jesus said this, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. <clears throat> he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. We can discern the times and the signs of the times because the Holy Spirit is guiding us into all truth and he is showing us the things to come. We don't have to be caught off guard by what happens in 2024. We don't have to be caught off guard when, when seemingly crazy things are happening all around us in our state, our nation, our world. We don't have to be because the Holy Spirit will reveal these things to us. Part of making an impact being men and women that are discerning the times. Because if you're not discerning the times, then you don't really know how to prep and you don't really know how to respond. Another thing that's important when it comes to making a kingdom impact, guard your heart. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Or the King James Version says, Out of, out of your heart flows the issues of life. Okay? Guard your heart. That's where the Holy Spirit is. He's alive in your heart. Guard your heart. Be careful what is being, what's going in your heart. And really kind of in the same vein, if you will, guard your mind as well. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so our heart and our mind, we need to be uh, protective of what's coming in. We need to be careful of what we're looking at and what we're listening to and, and who we're surrounding ourselves with and who we're partnering ourselves with. Every connection that we have needs to be a kingdom connection. Listen, partnership produces power, but you got to partner with the right people. You got to partner with the right organizations. You got to partner with the right purpose. So guard your heart, guard your mind. And another thing, be ready. Be ready. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16 encourages us to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But when you do this, do it with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Listen, everything that we do needs to happen. If we're going to make an impact, it needs to come from a place of love. Your Bible declares that God is love. 1 Corinthians 13 gives us a whole list of love and it's patient, it's kind, it doesn't envy and, and on and on and on and on. As Christ followers, everything that we do, every, every interaction, every word, every opportunity to serve, every act of kindness, it needs to come from a place of love. We're not doing the things we're doing so we can mark off a tally mark and say we did it or check off a box and say we did it. Because God's love has been, been poured out on us and saturated us, we now have an impact, to, uh, an opportunity to make an impact by pouring that love back out. So I want to encourage you tonight. 
I don't care what your age is. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your education is. I don't care what your socioeconomic standing, your race, your sex. I, I don't care about any of that stuff. As a Christ follower, the Spirit of God is alive inside of you. You have an opportunity to make a kingdom impact. And since we are talking about being led by the Holy Spirit, how to develop, cultivate a Spirit-led life, each and every day, we should start with a prayer of, okay, Lord, I'm giving you this day today. I might have a job I got to go to. I might have meetings I have to go to. I might have sporting events. I might have a, something at the gym. I might have appointments. I might have family things. Whatever's going on in your life, start it by saying, you know what, Lord, everything I do today, I'm giving it to you because I want to have a kingdom impact wherever I'm at. If it's a, at a job, then great. If it's at the golf course, then great. If it's at the gym, if it's at Walmart or, or, or wherever you shop, you know, I want to have an impact. So start your day every day just yielding to the Spirit of God and saying, my agenda today is simply yours. What do you want to do today? How do you want to use me today? I want to make a kingdom impact today, Father. Not, not to puff myself up, not to build my thing, but I literally want to be used by you and I want to see others coming into your kingdom. I want to see others growing. I want to see others experiencing your love and your grace and your mercy and your passion and compassion in a deeper way than they ever have before. Everybody that is watching tonight, everybody that watches this show next week or the week beyond or whenever you stumble across it, you have the opportunity to make an impact. It doesn't matter what your role in the body is. It doesn't matter what your position is. You have an opportunity to make an impact right where you are living. So my encouragement to you is be in prayer, be in the word, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, and allow him to utilize you to make an impact. All right, I got about five minutes, is that right, left on the show. And so I want to take this opportunity to do this uh, Spirit-led podcast, and I want to share something with you that is uh, on my heart and something that the Lord has been moving on me to do and, and some others I've been meeting with, and, and we're kind of moving forward this thing. Uh, for years and years, man, I, I, I've been a house. I love house church. I love small groups. I love intimate settings. Last last Friday night, I had I think it was fourteen of us total, and in my little house, that was a bunch of people. But we just got together. We ate together. We we talked about the word. We encouraged one another. It's just a, a an incredible time. So, about uh, twelve years ago, I think it I think it was twenty twelve. I was at a Mission Birmingham prayer summit at Shaco Springs, and I was in my room and. Uh, the Lord just gave me a vision, and I was going back through my mind trying to trying to remember if I've ever had a vision from the Lord other than that, before that or since then. But in that vision, he showed me a map on the wall, and it was a map of uh, the metro Birmingham area, the city of Birmingham, and then all the surrounding areas that are there. And it started showing me little red pins, little red dots all over that map, and, and started speaking to my heart about a, a network of house churches. And so that's been in my heart for, for so many years now. And Last year in 2023, the Lord really started uh, moving in my heart to say, hey, this, the, the time is now for this. So I've been praying, been meeting people, been talking about some stuff. And, and, and you know, we, uh, the, the church I pastor, Refuge, we own a building in Clay, and, and it's actually up for sale. And we're seeing if that could sell, we transition that group. Uh, regardless of what happens there, I've got some other folks I'm meeting with that we're going to start some things. So I just want to share that with you. You know what? Probably not going to be for everybody, but... If you're kind of like I am and, and, and like that small group, like that intimate setting that's focused really on relationship, discipleship, and, and the most effective ways to evangelize, 
And, uh, and you just like to have a conversation about that or want to know a little bit more about what that looks like or how we're going to do that. Look, hit me up. If you got my email address, email me. If you got my cell number, text me or call me. Uh, if not, you can hit me up on Facebook through Messenger, uh, how, however that works. But communicate with me and say, yeah, man, I kind of I got a heart for that as well. Uh, and, and we'll see if we can partner or make some kind of connection on that. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. It was fun, just like it was last time and like it'll be next time. And, and we're just going to keep on doing this thing, man, and trusting that the Holy Spirit is uh, going to continue to help us cultivate a relationship with him, help us understand what it means to live a spirit-led life, what that looks like, how, how do we yield to him. And uh, in the meantime, listen, stay in prayer, stay in the word. Keep listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining me tonight. God bless you.